What's up, everyone? This is Lan here with another episode of Cheeseheads Weekly. Uh, this is episode number 18 now. I'd just like to put a little bit of something out there. Uh, I have, um, hopefully, um, we're, I'm going to have an important announcement to make at episode 20. Episode 20. Be ready for that. Um, I'm really excited. Um, for um, a big move in growing the show. But, uh, for today's episode, we're going to be doing... Uh, I'm going to review the the head coaching hirings and the offensive and defensive coordinator hirings over the NFL. Um, kind of get my takes on at least some of them. And uh, we'll see where we go from there. So, uh, before we get into that, though... Um, I'd just like to say thanks for the support. Um, we only got one other vote on the poll other than me. I'd like to see a little bit more of that, but, um, got about the same number of listens, if not more, and, uh, yeah, still got that core group of, of folks out there listening. Um, and that's fantastic. Keep it up. Uh, so you can send in a voice message, um, by clicking on the link in the description of every episode, and, um... We have new episodes coming out every Tuesday. There's Q&A and polls on Spotify. Check those out um, and participate in those. That would be a lot of fun for extra discussion for me. The show is available on Stitcher, Pandora, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Uh, we also uh, post new episodes every Tuesday. Uh, it would be great if you could rate the show and tell your friends about the show. Those two things really help get the word out to others. Um, so others can see the show, um, and, uh, at least on Spotify, rate the show. Uh, I'm not sure you can, um, any of those other platforms or not, but obviously follow the show, and, uh, hit the bell on Spotify, at least, to be notified when a new episode comes out every single week, every Tuesday. So, let's jump into it. Before we get into the coaching hirings, I'd like to address, uh, some Packers rumors, because obviously this isn't a ton of Packers stuff. In fact, none of it's Packers stuff because the Packers did not make the one move they should have made at offensive or defensive coordinator or head coach, and that is fire Joe Barry and hire someone else. But, uh, so this is not really as much of a Packers episode, but um, I think it's kind of interesting uh, to go over some of the coaching hirings that I think were really good uh, for other teams. And, uh, but bef- like I said, before we get into that, um, I'd like to address a little bit of Packers stuff here. Devontae Adams got on the, uh, I Am Athlete podcast with Brandon Marshall. Uh, Rogers has been on that podcast before. They talked for a long time, um, and, uh, about him leaving the Packers and also, um, you know, we've been seeing some things from him saying that, you know, he's not exactly quite as happy, maybe with the Raiders. Um, they don't quite see eye to eye, him in the front office, um, uh, he said. And, uh, you know, the main reason he went there in the first place is because of Derek Carr. Derek Carr is no longer there. Um, so it's definitely interesting. Um, interesting stuff. So... Um, yeah, he's not happy, so, you know, that gets some rumors circulating. Um, 
he wasn't happy about going into the last year of his deal with the Packers without a new contract. And so once he got a franchise tagged, he had to make a business decision. Um, going into the 2022 season, he was franchise tagged. And he wanted to he wanted to be with the Packers um, if they would have started out by giving him the right contract, but they kind of waited till the end, like right before the trade was happening, and offered him more money than the Raiders did. But at that point, the relationship kind of wasn't broken, really. Um, he just kind of was like, well, yeah, if they were able to give him more money at the beginning, then maybe he would have stayed. But, you know, at that point, he'd already made up his mind and wanted to be with Derek Carr, reunite with him, his former college quarterback there. Um in uh, Las Vegas. So, he said the Rodgers uncertainty made it, played a factor in him leaving, and also, um, he said cash flow was a problem for the Packers in negotiating contracts, that's for sure, and that probably, yeah, really made things tough. Um, he said the initial offer from the Packers was under $20 million before the 2021 season. Like, their early offer was under $20 million and he signed a deal um, where he's making uh, $28.5 million a year from the Raiders. So, um, he said no bad blood, though, with the team. Uh, he still follows the Packers on Instagram, still communicates with guys like Brian Gutekinds, Matt LaFleur, and Mark Murphy. Murphy, he said he texted or talked to them recently, and uh, feels like he still has good relationships there. He said he's still close friends with Aaron Rodgers, and he said that, yes, he was trying to recruit Rodgers to the Raiders before he got traded to the Jets, but he doesn't feel disrespected by Rodgers picking the Jets over the Raiders, you know. And uh, I think, um, just some thoughts on Devontae Adams here real quick. I think he's definitely a professional um, I feel like he doesn't, he's not, um, really self-centered, at least not nearly as much as some other players can be. Seems like, I mean, obviously he wanted money, <laughs> but, uh, I like that, you know, he picked the Raiders for a reason. Um, it wasn't just because they offered him more money, and in the end, Packers offered him more money then, and he still wanted to go to the Raiders, and he still has good relationships, you know. You got to be able to do that, keep up your good relationships. And so I'm definitely, uh, I definitely like the way he approach, approaches things. And, you know, he's still somewhat optimistic. Like, you know, he says he likes Jimmy G. And uh, he thinks they can compete if they do um, the right things. But he doesn't quite agree with the front office um, in Las Vegas. And, uh. But, you know, he's still willing, he's not, like, immediately asking for a trade so he can go play for a contender, you know. He went to the Raiders, and he's going to stick with it. He's going to see it out. But now they're talking, you know, Raiders almost going into rebuild since they got rid of Derek Carr. Um, obviously, they got Jimmy G, who knows how to play, knows how to play in the playoffs especially, but has struggled with injury and other things. But, uh, yeah... It seems like they could be in a little bit of rebuild, and that's stoked a little bit of rumors now, since, you know, Adams isn't exactly happy there. Some trade rumors. 
And I have, you know, some sites, especially Packers sites, are like saying, oh, Packers, you know, should trade for him. And rumoring that, oh, Packers, this looks like a prime opportunity for the Packers to trade for him. Bring him back to Green Bay and uh, let Jordan Love cook with him. I let them go at it. Um, obviously, these people are somewhat ignorant, and these rumors are absolutely silly, and I will tell you why. Um, for one thing, Raiders aren't likely to trade Adams by any means. Now, if they did do it, they'd do it after June 1, um, and possibly that could happen because his dead cap hit lowers a lot to, like, you know, a little under $8 million or so. Um... They've already paid him a good bit of of his salary, um, but um, including like his twenty million roster bonus. But uh, do they want to really really want to trade him right now? I don't think so. They traded for him, you know, to contend. I don't think they should have got rid of Derek Carr so soon, but uh, you never know. I don't think Las Vegas as an organization is really that great. Uh, especially since they hired Josh McDaniels, you know, I think they did a lot of things wrong, that's for sure. But I don't expect them to just go out and get rid of Adams, you know, right after they got him and invested a lot of money and, and draft capital uh, to get him. Obviously, the Raiders, if they were smart, they'd have uh, Rich Passage as their head coach right now, and Derek Carr would probably still be there, and they'd be actually pretty good contenders, but... As it was, they hired Josh McDaniels. McDaniels had a horrible season. Derek Carr is now gone. Josh McDaniels is still there. They considered Carr the problem. And uh, um, it remains to be seen if he is, but Saints got him, and I think that was a good move by the Saints. Um, so, yeah. Devontae Adams is probably not going to be traded. And he's definitely not going to be traded to the Packers. There have been some some rumors that he could get traded to the Jets and reunite with Rodgers. That's not happening either because um, he's, for one thing, Jets are really low on cap space. They've signed a bunch of guys. They were low a little bit to begin with, especially taking on Rodgers' salary. Uh, Packers are probably even lower on cap space. There is absolutely no way they could take on Adam's salary unless they get rid of someone else, unless they're trading players, uh, which the Jets could do that. You know, maybe they trade Quinn and Williams. I just don't see it happening, and specifically not with the Packers because um, the um, the Packers, yeah, they do not have near enough cap space to do that. They're not looking to do that. They're looking semi-rebuild. They're not looking to pay a guy a ton of money again, take on another big contract, and while they're sort of trying to rebuild slightly with Jordan Love, you know, mini-rebuild, you know, they're not going to be able to contend this season. They just aren't, at least not for the Super Bowl. I could see them making the playoffs, but they're not Super Bowl contenders. At least I don't see it. I guess it's possible if Jordan Love somehow goes out and plays like Patrick Mahomes or something. I don't see that happening. Obviously, that is Patrick Mahomes is a very one-of-a-kind quarterback. Um, don't see an Adams trade happening. Definitely not to the Packers. So, uh, let's let's head right in to the head, head coach hirings. Uh, I made some rankings. 
and I will give them to you and semi mini analyze each one. So to start, we have number one. Uh, actually, let's go five to one. Let's start from five and go to one. So number five on the list is Jonathan Gannon, uh, formerly from Philadelphia. Their defensive coordinator, obviously, their defense was great. And so the Cardinals, you know, decide they want, well, for one thing, their organization is a mess. And uh, I don't think really anyone wanted to go there. And so Cardinals kind of had to just make things work. And they went for Gannon, defensive coach. Um, uh, I don't know. I think Gannon is definitely a great defensive coordinator, great defensive coach. Will he really be any better than Cliff Kingsbury as far as elevating their offense, um, their passing game, just making them into contenders? I don't see it. Um... Yeah, I think they definitely kind of reached for him, and they kind of had to because no one else really wanted to go there. And Gannon, you know, he's just looking for head coaching opportunity. Don't love the hire. Uh, Gannon is not a bad coach, but I don't think he's a great fit for Arizona, and they probably should not have went out of their way to go for Gannon when there are some were so, some other options out there that could have been better fits for them. Number four on the list is Shane Steichen, also from Philadelphia, their offensive coordinator this past season. He goes to Indianapolis to be the new head coach of the Colts. Uh, Frank Reich was the coach there, and he was fired. We will get to him a little later. Uh, shouldn't have been fired, but... He was, and uh, I guess it just presented an opportunity for um, Colts to look somewhere else. Uh, change of scenery for Reich and, you know, the Colts at head coach. Uh, as they're looking to develop a quarterback and rebuild, you know, after trying to contend with some veterans that were washed. Um uh, but I think it's an okay hiring. I'm not opposed to it, you know, with the way the Eagles offense was last year. But we'll see what he can do developing, um, oh, what's his face? Anthony Richardson, uh, who they just drafted. Um, also, I would just like to say right here, I said I was going to do coordinator rankings. I will just read those off. I'm probably not going to do analysts. Um, I'm not going to analyze those as much. Um, but I will read off all of the hirings. And uh, so that you can uh, just just know, what was, know what's been happening. And um, yeah. So we'll, we'll not analyze those. I'm just for sake of time, but then you can, and you kind of, like, I did rank them, so you'll kind of have some for rankings, a little bit, a little bit of slight analyst on my part. So, uh, number three on the list is D'Amico Ryans, 
from Houston, or from San Francisco, used to be their defensive coordinator, but Houston's hiring as their head coach. I think it's a good, probably a good hiring overall. I mean, he is a defensive coach, though. Uh, Texas fired Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith, I don't think was a horrible coach, but I think he was a defensive coach as well. I don't know. They're looking to rebuild, and they drafted C.J. Stroud and also Will Anderson and some aggressive uh, moves in the first round. But Will, and Will Anderson is going to be like uh, a really fun guy for him, I'm sure. And, uh, yeah, he's the latest of, of the great line of defensive coordinators from San Francisco uh, following Robert Sala. And Robert Sala, I think, is a good coach, so I think it's not a bad hiring for the Texans. Um, Sean Payton was hired by the Broncos, the big splash hiring. Um, a head coach, but I think, um, yeah, but obviously it's number two, not number one, so you'll see who's at number one. Um, and, yeah, I think it's really good for Russell Wilson, who had a an atrocious first year in Denver. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolute train wreck there. And uh, with Daniel Hackett being fired after the first season, obviously they put the blame on Hackett instead of Wilson, you know, getting rid of Hackett, not Wilson, which tends to be what happens when Wilson is the high-paid, you know, guaranteed money guy that you don't want to, uh, you don't want to have have to pay him a bunch of money and just to lose him, so obviously you're going to be blaming Hackett. Whether it was his fault or not, I guess we'll find out this year. Um, but Hackett might be better as an OC anyway. We'll see. He'll be um, off at the coordinator again with Rodgers um, at the Jets. And, um, yeah, I think Sean Payton was a good hiring overall. Took a year off coaching and then I uh, was traded from the Saints to Denver. Number one is Frank Reich. Carolina Panthers hired him after the Colts fired him, and uh, I think that's great hiring. He was also a former quarterbacks coach uh, for the Eagles and uh, helped develop Carson Wentz into a great Super Bowl quarterback. Or, Well, he didn't win the Super Bowl himself, actually, but he got them there, or mostly there. And Nick Foles took over, and now he is a free agent and a horrible quarterback. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was incredible run. Huh? I think Reich is really good for, you know, developing Bryce Young for the quarterbacks especially. I think he'll be great for a young, rebuilding team like the Panthers. So, great hiring there. Uh, we'll go into my offensive coordinator rankings. Number one, Eric Bieniemy, hired by the Redskins. He probably should be a head coach. Uh, number two, Kellen Moore, uh, hired by the Chargers to replace Joe Lombardi. Uh, number three, Nathaniel Hackett, offensive coordinator, uh, former head coach for the Broncos, hired by the Jets this season to um, help Rodgers win some games there in New York. Michael Floor was... Um, mutually decided to part ways with the Jets and was hired by Sean McVay and the Rams um, as offensive coordinator again, and I think that's a really good move. I think uh, LaFleur and McVay 
um, pair quite nicely together. Bill O'Brien, hired by the Patriots, good move. Um, uh, Todd Munkin by the Ravens. Dave Canals by the Buccaneers. He was formerly quarterback's coach in Seattle. Brian Johnson, just a promotion uh, for the Eagles to replace Shane Steichen, was their quarterback coach last year. Jim Bob Cooter, an old vet guy, you could tell by his name, obviously, and uh, he will be he will be the offensive coordinator in Indianapolis uh, for the Colts. Um, Tim Kelly was hired to replace uh, Todd Downing in Tennessee, and Drew Petzing will replace um, Cliff Kingsbury as the play caller there with Gannon as their head coach, you know, uh, being a defensive coach and all. Number one for the defensive coordinator rankings is Jairo Aviro, former defensive coordinator for the Broncos last year. He was great. Was hired by the Panthers here this year, and I think that is an amazing signing. Uh, they got two really great coaches, and I don't even know who their offensive coordinator is right now, but I'm sure he can make it work with Frank Reich as the head coach. Uh, Vic Fangio is now the defensive coordinator for the Dolphins. He bounced around a lot, oh, a few different places, but a uh, great, great defensive coach. Brian Flores with the Vikings. He's finally got himself back up to coordinator status after being fired um, from head coaching the uh, Dolphins. Uh, really good defensive coach, though. I think that's a good hiring, and he wasn't that bad of a head coach either with the Dolphins, but... Uh, Steve Wilkes was the interim head coach and defensive coordinator then last year for the Panthers, and San Francisco hired him to be their defensive coordinator. Watch out. He's the next Sala and D'Amico Ryans. Vance Joseph uh, was hired by the Broncos um, to be their coordinator at defense, and he was defensive coordinator for the Cardinals last year, I believe. Um, has has ties with Sean Payton. Um, Sean Desai, uh, I believe that's how you say his name, um, hired from Seattle, I believe, to replace Jonathan Garrett, Gannon as defensive coordinator for the Eagles. Nick Rollis, formerly from the Eagles, another defensive assistant following Gannon to Arizona. Uh, that's number seven. Number eight, Jim Swartz to the Cleveland Browns. Number nine, Ryan Nielsen to the Falcons. Number ten, Joe Woods to the Saints. I'm pretty sure Ryan Nielsen and Joe Woods just switched teams. I'm not totally sure on that. Pretty sure. And other than that, I know about nothing about those last three coaches. Uh, so that will conclude our episode here. Um, of the coaches and coordinators and everything. Hopefully it wasn't too boring for you. Um, but hopefully we'll get into more Packers stuff next week as I have more time to, uh, think of something. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what happens, but, um, uh, that is all for today. So, be sure to comment or participate in the Q&As and polls on Spotify. Send in a voice message. would really like to see one of those. Uh, tell your friends about the show. Rate the show. Follow the show. And new episodes will be out every Tuesday. 
Uh, thanks for listening today, and I will talk to you later. Goodbye. <laughs>